We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Notre Dame Recruiting Hour here on the Irish Breakdown Podcast. A little recruiting extra for you all this week. You know, unless you're living under a rock, Notre Dame defeated the University of Southern California Trojans 48-20 to over the weekend in dominating fashion. But I'm here to talk about not what you saw on the field, but what you saw, what you may have seen or not seen at all behind the scenes from the recruiting landscape. Ohio State a few weeks ago was the number one recruiting weekend of the year, followed closely by what we saw this past weekend. There was a a litter of talented players in the 2025 class, including a surprise 2024 visitor as well that really captivated the recruiting world for Notre Dame side. Anytime you have a 48 to 20 victory, as you can imagine, there's a lot of positive vibes coming out of the weekend, a lot of great moments and really was capped off by the by the game 48 to 20 but it but when from a recruiting perspective there's a lot of layers to these types of visits there's the ability to talk to coaches the ability to talk to other commits on on campus to other recruits to tour the stadium to tour the facilities to tour the campus for the parents to get their feedback and ask their questions academic advisors there's a lot of layers to this recruiting process and USC, we saw just a long list of positive outcomes from this. And I'm here to give you all a little bit of Intel into this past weekend and recruiting tidbits that you need to know. You would have known every part of this next wave of information. If you were signed up at boards that Irishbreakdown.com. I put out a Intel piece on Sunday after talking to pretty much every recruit that was on campus this past weekend, including some commits to get their insight into what they saw on the field, what their weekend was like as well. There are going to be some free pieces, obviously, over at irishbreakdown.com over the next few days, just some visit recaps. But if you want the exclusive as early as you possibly can get it, faster than pretty much anywhere, make sure you go to boards.irishbreakdown.com. But I'm going to give you all a little bit of a sneak peek. Again, you're not going to get quite everything because i got to leave some information that's exclusive to the premium subscribers. But this was... This past weekend for Notre Dame from a recruiting perspective and things that you may have missed and things that you need to know. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The fall season is incredibly busy for me, which makes it hard to spend the time needed to make healthy meals and live a healthy life. If you have the same problem, you'll want to try Factor. America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. It can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. I've had Factor meals, and I'm going to continue buying from them, especially with a special discount for Irish Breakdown listeners. With Factor, you skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping and prepping and cleaning up, too while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back to crushing your goals. You can choose from 35 weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals that promote a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences, all ready to eat in two minutes. Head to factormeals.com irish50 and use code irish50 to get 50% off. That's Irish50 at factormeals.com slash Irish50 to get 50% off. I've tried it. I'm sticking with them. You should try too. I want to start us off with a player that was considered a surprise visitor this past weekend. On Saturday, people started reporting that Ainsworth 2024 tight end from the state of Nebraska, Carter Nelson, was on campus to visit Notre Dame for his third visit on campus. Now, if you follow Notre Dame recruiting closely, you'll be you would have been very familiar with the name Carter Nelson for one big reason. Notre Dame was in a very good position with him in this past offseason and he opted to commit to University of Nebraska at that point and he is still currently committed to the University of Nebraska. Heading up to that visit because remember Carter Nelson had just taken an official visit to Notre Dame I had reported and feel very confident in, in this stance at the time that Notre Dame was in a very good position with Carter Nelson. The three schools that were kind of the keys to know were Notre Dame, who was training well, Georgia, who Carter Nelson had a high opinion on, and obviously the in-state Nebraska. Now, I initially at that point thought it was a Notre Dame-Georgia battle because I had heard from just kind of around the family that there was a little bit of a open, uh, there was a big openness, I should say, to branching out and not having to stay in the states. And a they they were very comfortable with Carter branching out and taking other opportunities potentially on the table if it was best for his future. 
Obviously, there was some pull around him. He's from a small, small town in the state of Nebraska. So there was a pull for him to stay in the state, go to Nebraska, help the Corn Huskers build back to what they once were under Matt Rule now, obviously, in this new tenure. So he committed to the University of Nebraska, has been solid in his recruitment, but we have known because we've reported this and a lot of other places have reported this. Even, even Nebraska people have reported this because Carter Nelson and his family have been very open about this. Notre Dame has continued to recruit Carter throughout the process, and Carter has been very open to the conversation. So the, 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 the communication has been consistent even since he committed to the University of Nebraska. This is a player that Notre Dame wants in the 2024 class. There's never been a single question about that. They would take Carter Nelson whenever he chooses to pick Notre Dame, if he would choose to pick Notre Dame. Now, with this recent visit, we actually had gotten word about this several days beforehand that he was going to visit for USC, and it was kind of kept hush-hush because this was something that the staff was really working on for weeks prior to him opting to return to South Bend, Indiana. And it was something something that nobody really wanted out in the universe, you know, just kind of a – it was like a surprise visit for a lot of the commits and recruits on campus. So Carter gets to campus, and I, I have jokingly talked to a source near Carter that, you know, just checking in to see how the visit was going, and it was fantastic, and they were having a great time. And uh, one conversation that we had was, you know, we hope that the on the field kind of caps off a really good visit. And luckily for them, it, that, that did happen. That came to fruition. Honestly, with y'all – it wouldn't have been the decider if they would have been out or in or, you know, if they would have made a push for Carter Nelson. But if if Notre Dame would have laid a goose egg against USC, I, I feel like we wouldn't be feeling as good about Carter Nelson's place with Notre Dame right now. But the fact that they capped off everything with a great victory after having time again with Jared Parker, this offensive staff, other commits on campus, it, it's impossible not to feel optimistic about this opportunity. Now, obviously... Carter is still committed to the University of Nebraska, and until he makes that decision, that is the fact, and that you can't get around that. But I do believe Notre Dame has put themselves in a good position. And what we have learned coming out of the weekend is that nothing was ever going to be decided during this visit. This was a openness, sit down, enjoy the visit, and then after the fact, see what happens next. They really want to, like, organically just wanted to enjoy this visit against a great opponent in USC. Now that the visit's over, I anticipate the uh, Carter and his family having a nice little sit-down conversation and then seeing what the next step is from there. And I think that the pool is always going to be, and this is going to be the battle, is stay in the state, help build Nebraska back, to opt for what's familiar versus opt for something different. And we'll know, I think, probably within the next few weeks of what this decision will ultimately be whether he reaffirms his commitment to Nebraska or if Notre Dame is eventually the team that he would decide for. But regardless, Notre Dame has done everything they can in this recruitment. I don't think there's anything else that they really could have done. If Carter Nelson opts for Nebraska, it's because he opted for familiar. It's a place that he's comfortable with. And if that's his decision, that's his decision ultimately. But I think Notre Dame has definitely made him think 
long and hard and have a tough decision in front of them. So shall see. But Carter Nelson had a great visit Notre Dame. The, the staff really put on a show for him. I want to talk about a 2025 priority offensive lineman out of Waukesha, Wisconsin, Catholic Memorial. It's offensive tackle, Owen Strebig, six foot eight, 290 pounds, a big, big player who is a big priority in the 2025 class for Notre Dame. This was his fifth visit to campus, fifth visit since being offered. He actually wasn't even offered on that during the pot of gold, you know, little offer segment on St. Patrick's day. He was actually offered about a week after that. But since then he has been a player that Notre Dame has gravitated towards and a player that has really been high on Notre Dame since this visit or since being offered and having taken all these visits. So kind of the latest on Owen is quite simply from here, Notre Dame has separated themselves, in my opinion, as the team to beat for Owen Strebig. The thing that we've always talked about with Owen is that Owen has always been super consistent that he would like to let the process play out in terms of finish out junior year, take official visits after junior season, the offseason after, right before senior year, and then make a decision from there. That's kind of been the process for him consistently through this throughout. I am interested, and I think very possibly that timeline could change. And this isn't intel necessarily from Owen. I just believe that there is I would be I just wouldn't be surprised if things get moved up a little bit and a decision becomes a little bit more in the near future. As far because full transparency, Owen Strebig did not commit to Notre Dame this weekend. He did not. But Notre Dame has made it very clear, I think, to him that they are a great place that he could end up. And that he they they I mean, again, I, I just don't think that Notre Dame could have done has could possibly do anything different with Owen Strebig. He loves the program, they love him, they are the front runner for Owen Strebig. We anticipate him to be at USC UCLA in a couple weeks, which will obviously be a big opportunity to get out there and, and check everything out. But it's impossible to not feel great about everything that happened this past visit. You know, Owen obviously had a great game day atmosphere opportunity. He also got a, some great bonding opportunities with some guys that are key members of Notre Dame class and key targets in the Notre Dame 2025 class. He spent a lot of time with James Flanagan, who was a 2025 tight end, a key target at tight end for Notre Dame because they're both Wisconsin kids. So obviously there's some direct you know, relationship that is already there, and then they also obviously have similar backgrounds. So there's a comfort, I think, that comes from being around a guy like James Flanagan. Also spent a lot of time with Deuce Knight, who's a 2025 quarterback that is committed to the University of Notre Dame, big-time potential five-star player in the 2025 class. Why is that so big? Because we've already seen the impact that a player like Deuce Knight could have on a recruiting class in 2025. And from every all counts, all vantage points, they really hit it off. And there's a obviously a pitch from Deuce of, hey, man, I'm the quarterback of the future. Would love you to protect my blind side. <laughs> Would love for you to be a bookend tackle in the class for 2025. Owen Street makes a priority for Notre Dame. He, they have made him feel that way since day one. And I couldn't feel better about where they are with him 
moving forward. And if this decision does get made over the next couple months, I think Notre Dame, it'll be Notre Dame's recruitment to lose. I'm sorry, Notre Dame's recruitment to win, excuse me, and other people will have to pull a massive upset to beat out the Irish. So Notre Dame's in a tremendous spot with Owen Strebig. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Uh, a couple interesting wide receivers in the 2025 class that I wanted to hit on here. One was a, a young man that has a very interesting backstory, and that's Davey Florida Western 2025 wide receiver Kobe Howard. If you if you flash back to a couple years ago after his freshman campaign, which I think included 70 receptions for over 800 yards that year, he was considered the next big thing in high school football recruiting. A lot of key offers at that point. The Florida schools, Notre Dame came calling. A bunch of other premier programs had offered Kobe Howard at that point. Sophomore year, catastrophic knee injury, cost him near the entirety of, of his of his sophomore campaign. Recruiting got put on hold. Everything got really slow at that point. But now back healthy and a couple of games he had went over for two went for over 200 yards this past week. But two weeks ago, he also had eight receptions for 120 yards against American Heritage, which is obviously one of the premier programs in all of in high school football as well. So he's been healthy and very productive when he's played so far this year, averaging well over 100 yards receiving during the 2023 season so far. And recruiting, no surprise, has picked up tremendously. This was actually. Kobe Howard's second trip to campus. He originally had taken a visit over a year ago after his freshman year, in which he had a great experience at Notre Dame. This so this one to say this isn't unfamiliar territory for Kobe Howard. He knew Southman, Indiana. He knows Notre Dame, but after such a long time off, this gave him a new perspective and new perception ability to kind of just gauge what the fit potentially could be. And he spoke very highly of the trip, getting to know Chancey Stuckey more in person. And he he joked about it, and I had this in an article at irishbreakdown.com, that Chancey Stuckey had also actually apologized to him about the wide receivers not really having the best of days in their win against USC and, and urged him, come back to campus and we'll put on a show for you for another game. And that's something that Kobe Howard is very open to after this visit. And his his mom was actually one of the people that came with him on the visit. And he also joked with me that his mom loved Notre Dame. All she could talk about leaving was how much she loved the visit and loved Notre Dame. So much so that he said if 
it was not cold outside very well. His mom may have tried to make him commit on the spot. She liked it that much. And he jokingly, again, because he's a Florida kid, this should be no surprise. But he said, you know, the cold is real, though. <laughs> if you if you did it up with Notre Dame, uh, the, the cold would be something that would be have to be, you know, getting used to type of thing. So Kobe Howard, a player that's not talked about a ton. And there's a little bit of a question mark as far as what the hierarchy of the wide receiver group in 2025 would be and what the number will ultimately be. We believe it will be three to four wide receivers in that class. But we know the guys that Notre Dame is really pushing hard for. Taylor Taylor, Geneva Community in the state of Illinois. is a player that Notre Dame will take no matter what. Derek Meadows out of Bishop Gorman in the state of Nevada. is a player that Notre Dame likes a ton and is pushing for. Jerome Bettis Jr., obviously the son of former Notre Dame legend running back of the same name out of Woodward Academy in Atlanta, Georgia. Another player that Notre Dame likes very much. After that, there's a group of very talented wide receivers, including Kobe Howard, including Cooper Perry out of Arizona, and then including the next guy I wanted to talk about, who is Dalen McCutcheon, who is a wide receiver out of Lucas, Texas Lovejoy. The same high school as Peyton Pierce, who Notre Dame recruited for a long time in the 2024 class, opted for Ohio State after the after James Laurinaitis had went over to Ohio State. And he is in that group, similar to Kobe, to Kobe Howard, similar to Cooper Perry, of wide receiver that Notre Dame really likes, but just trying to figure out how many they're going to push for, who exactly they're going to push for. And Dalen McCutcheon, I think, continues to be incredibly high on Notre Dame. It's now its second visit to campus. I think he really fits well just naturally from a personal perspective, from a student perspective. It would be a very easy transition, I believe, for Dalen McCutcheon. And Notre Dame obviously wants to continue the pipeline in Texas, right? They definitely want to do that. Spoke a lot about his relationship with Chancey Stuckey. Spoke a lot about the energy of the Notre Dame crowd during the football game. And they have told him, you know, that they they want him to come back. They just wanted him to keep coming back to campus, keep coming back to campus. And that's something that Dalen McCutcheon is also very much open to. He's already talking about making a return visit for the third time to Notre Dame. So Notre Dame has is positioning themselves with a few very talented wide receivers. And Dalen McCutcheon is certainly in that conversation, man. He's a very good football player. So keep an eye on Dalen McCutcheon. Lucas Lovejoy, state of Texas, really good football player in the 2025 class who had another tremendous visit to Notre Dame. A defensive end that I think we need to start talking about a whole lot more in the 2025 class is Indianapolis, Indiana, Warren Central pass rusher Damian Shanklin. Warren Central sounds familiar to some. It should be because Sheldon Day, former Notre Dame defensive tackle, did go to the same high school. Damian Shanklin just had his first game day experience at Notre Dame. 6'4", 230 pounds. Kind of a late riser, breakout junior type. He played as a sophomore last year and had some production, but this year he has really taken his game to a whole other level so far this year and is putting together a dynamic junior campaign. 47 tackles, 13 tackles for loss so far, I believe, in seven games. So he's off to a very hot start. And, I mean, simply, the visit went great. He's an in-state kid. He obviously knows what Notre Dame football means. But he really enjoyed especially rushing the fields and enjoying that moment, feeling the vibes, the atmosphere in Notre Dame Stadium. That really stuck with Damian Shanklin. 
It, that was the best part of his visit by far. He even sent me a video of him. I think he posted a, a different video on Twitter or on X, whatever we're calling it now, of him rushing the field and enjoying the moment. But he sent me a different one. Like he was taking videos. He was excited, man. Really excited. Now there was a future cast pick or a crystal ball put in for Damian Shanklin to Notre Dame. Uh, all I'll say about this is I think Notre Dame is obviously going to be in this one until the end. I think that Notre Dame is in a good spot and they position themselves with a great visit. But I, I don't necessarily know if I would say Damian Shanklin is in decision-making mode right now. I, I don't anticipate a decision being made in the near future. So we'll have to let this one play out a little bit, in my opinion. You know, we'll see, obviously, what the timeline kind of firms up. Because as of right now, every time you ask Damian Shanklin, what's your timeline? He, he kind of says, I'm not 100% sure on that. You know, and I, I genuinely think that he doesn't. I think he's just kind of feeling out the process still seeing who else comes calling, doing his homework, doing his due diligence. We'll eventually get a decision from Damian Shank that I think Notre Dame will be in it until the end, but not necessarily in decision-making mode today. A very in interesting player who visited this weekend who actually did not have a offer from Notre Dame going into the visit. That is 2025 Goodland, Kansas High School tight end. Lincoln Cure, who I just had an article on at irishbreakdown.com. One of the fast risers in the class at tight end. He entered the season, I think, with like two offers because he wasn't really used a ton as a sophomore. He now holds about 20 offers, and they've all come pretty much during the season. He has over 800 yards receiving on like 35 receptions, averaging well over 20 yards per catch. Just having a dynamic junior campaign. 6'6", 220 pounds more wide receiver than he is true tight end right now, but he's a very gifted athlete, very, very athletic, springy type dude. There's a lot to like about Lincoln cure. And this was, this was, this was anticipated this move because Notre Dame had been doing their homework on him for several weeks. They've been building a relationship with him for several weeks. This was more a, an offer was going to come. Let's get him in person and make that moment special. And he talked about the 10-minute uh, uh, conversation he had with Jared Parker before the game where Jared had came down and had you know had a conversation with him. It was, it was his dad and his younger brother. And at the end of the conversation, was extended an offer to the University of Notre Dame. And 2025 tight end numbers are going to be very interesting. Obviously, it's very dependent on if Carter Nelson becomes a part of the 2024 class. But we expect as of today, if Jack Larson is the only tight end in 2024, there is definitely going to be a push for two tight ends in that group. We know one that Notre Dame really wants is James Flanagan, who's obviously a uh, Jim Flanagan's son. He is a you know he is a legacy player and a very talented player in his own right. But the question is, who would the second tight end be? And I anticipated that when we had more clarity on when James Flanagan might be in the class and you know, just kind of where that thing is trending, and obviously it's trending very well in Notre Dame's favor here, that the tight end board would be expanded. And I think Lincoln Cure was a guy that Notre Dame was doing their homework on and was going to be a part of that process. So coming to, out of the visit, I think Notre Dame made a great impression on Lincoln Cure. Obviously, it's early on in the process. I, I think that there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be in the fold here. But uh, getting that kid to campus, extending the offer in person, giving that authenticity, winning the football game the way you did against USC, I, I think you did really well with Lincoln Cure this weekend. So it's a, a talented tight end that is worth definitely monitoring in the class. 
One other big name that I want to hit on, and then I'll give you guys a couple quick notes. James Simon, who is a running back out of Shreveport, Louisiana, Calvary Baptist Christian. So a Louisiana kid, one of the top running backs in 2025 overall. I think there's some conversation of whether he could be the best when all is said and done. He's a really, really talented kid. Not the fastest player of all time, but his ability uh, from a vision perspective, a patience perspective, just kind of seeing things develop in front of him. It's special, man. Short area quickness is really, really good. Really, really good football player, man. James Simon. And so Notre Dame is in an interesting position. They already had two, they already have two running backs committed in the 2025 class. Justin Thurman, who was also on campus, a speedster out of Florida, reported 4344 in the 40. And Daniel Anderson, running back out of the state of Arkansas, Bryant High School, who is actually committed during the Ohio State visits a couple weeks, a few weeks ago. So a lot of people asked, why is James Simon visiting? It's kind of weird, right? You already have two two running backs in the class. Well, one, James Simon's really dang good. And he had a great visit. And I think that for me, he had a lot of intrigue going into the vision, uh, to the visit, excuse me. And I think leaving, he has legitimate interest. You know, he used words like addicting as far as the environment in Notre Dame and a place that you just kind of want to keep experiencing. Like those, that, that resonates for me. It resonates that the young man using that type of terminology to describe a first ever visit to a place. So I think that they really pushed the needle for him. And I would say this, like I said, he's a really good football player. And uh, this is kind of what I'm gathering right now, that what we have gathered is we believe that there is a possibility that if James Simon wanted to come to Notre Dame, they would take three running backs in the class. They would take all three of those players. Because I think the one great thing that Justin Thurman brings to the table is that he's a little bit of a flex player. He can work in space. He can catch the football. You can operate those three guys, I think, in one class. So in a vacuum, three running backs sounds a lot in one class. There's no doubt about that. But I think the varying and different skill sets could blend well together. And a running back position is just so volatile from a roster management perspective from year to year. I mean, you're talking about guys that typically go to go to the NFL early because they have a short shelf life. Talk about the roster turnover just in the transfer portal era in general. I mean, injuries happen. Like, there's just so many variables that happen and that change numbers from a year-to-year perspective that I think Notre Dame would definitely entertain three if James Simon wanted to come. So this isn't a foregone conclusion to Notre Dame. They are going to have to battle some SEC programs, some ACC programs. Everyone is in on James Simon. So you're going to have to play the long game here. But Notre Dame made a great impression on him uh, during his visit to Notre Dame. A couple quick notes that I want to give you all. I reported this before the fact, but C.J. Bell, 2025 Connecticut cornerback out of St. Thomas Moore, did not make the visit. Unfortunately, he had a game on Sunday this weekend, so the travel was just going to be kind of weird. And obviously, he's during his football season, so that, that is what matters most for him right now. Noah McHale, star linebacker, 2025 out of the state of California. He was not able to make the trip. If you wanted the additional details on just both those guys, why they weren't able to make the trips, go to boards.irishbreakdown.com, give a little bit more in-depth detail on those players. Two commits that weren't able to make it to campus that were originally supposed to, Logan Saldate, 2024 wide receiver commit out of the state of California, and Kennedy Erlacher, safety commit out of the state of Arizona. Everything's good there, folks. Just weren't able to make the trip, unfortunately. And one player that was not able to make the trip that was originally supposed to, 2025 at Burlington, Kentucky, Cooper defensive end, Austin Alexander was not able to make the return trip. 
He his sister had a regional championship game actually this weekend, so the family made that the priority. So nothing to be alarmed about. Austin Alexander and Notre Dame are actually trending pretty well at this point. We'll see obviously as it does what it develops into moving forward. But it was just a family decision that had to happen. I want to thank you all for joining this Notre Dame recruiting hour, a little bit of a recruiting extra segment here on the Ashley Down Podcast. Before you go. Hit that like button, subscribe to the podcast. Five-star reviews are always very much appreciated on any and all podcast platforms that you use, that you frequent. And also, if you all could please, boardsidersbreakdown.com. If you like the intel today, come there and you'll find it firsthand. But Ryan Roberts, I'll be back on Friday for another edition of Notre Dame Recruiting Hour. Thank you all so much for tuning in today here on the Irish Breakdown Podcast.